went to exit the hot tub, um, Brent looked out his side and that tire was straight. So I didn't even look at mine. And he's like, you're good, go. And uh, my tire was still turned in. And uh, Marvin with Flex Rocks rollovers and Mike and Dan with Rev Kit were up watching and we couldn't hear them, but they're up there yelling, no, 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 <laughs> oh, stop. No. And, uh, you know, being rear engine and I don't have water in the front tires, um, which I'm, I'm about to do that. But, yeah. um, you know, when it when it goes over, it just happens real yeah. fast. Yep. Welcome back to the Dirt Drive, guys. As always, I'm Trevor. Uh, over to my left, I have Tom. Yo. And with us today, we have the Hawkmans, Leah and Brent from She Crawls. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. Hey, guys. Leah Hawkman here with She Crawls. I uh, got my husband, Brent, with me here. Hey, guys. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, uh, we're just going to be hanging out today and going through some of their recent adventures and seeing what's going on and what's coming up next yeah see so. social media says you guys have been uh busy working on on your moon buggy and your second moon buggy rip brent right yeah uh front engine front so, okay yeah so not not full moon buggy no. just just regular buggy right <laughs> yeah what are you uh rock lizard uh og rock lizard chassis so it's all inch and a half tubing okay the 2.0 they went up to two inch tubing and it costs a little more, but I yeah. got a killer deal on it uh, from Thomas at Fabinator One, and just uh, we've been busy as all get out, and finally able to get back on it and make some progress. So it's cool. Yeah. What uh what engine are you gonna run in it? I got a EcoTech out of a 2016 Cadillac ATS. So it's a two liter turbocharged okay. from the factory, like yeah. 295 horsepower. <laughs> And um, got that bolted up to a Hughes Performance Turbo 350, uh, full manual valve body, and uh, Atlas 5-to-1 transfer case. Nice. So, so you guys are all about the, the four-banger gear reduction Toyota life, huh? Even yeah. though it's all GM parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the V8 stuff is cool, and it sounds awesome, but, you know, the, as your weight goes up more and more, kind of in my mind work works against gravity so yeah. lighter is better you know my, my, my engine's like aluminum block aluminum heads <laughs> you know so what's that weigh like 500 pounds yeah it's not much yeah that's that must be nice i think my cylinder heads on my v8 are 500 pounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a big four cylinder though w yeah. once i got it into the chassis it like filled Fills up it. the uh engine compartment if you will right. pretty quickly so I'm like trying to shove in, you know, intercooler piping and yeah. exhaust and like, yeah, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. It's all tight. Yeah. It's all part of it. <laughs> yeah. It's half it's, the fun though. It's yeah. built for to be a mall crawler. Come on. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's that, it's that four cylinder grocery getter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys can put a back seat in it. Take the kids. With oh you. no. no. <laughs> yeah. Two seater is the way to go. Yeah. Back in the day I had a buggy and I changed it from a two seater to a four seater and it was just like never the same. Yeah. yeah. The weight balance gets all yeah. thrown off. Yeah. yeah. And then you throw like extra people in there when you're partying and drinking and you got like an extra, <laughs> you know, four or 500 pounds in the back. Yeah. So that's, that's light for our group. <laughs> yeah, there are two extra people in a Jeep with it's us, like, and oof, it's yeah, mm. it's like six hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. thick boys off road. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> our boys. it's our spin off. You got a you got a roll factor there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So, what you guys you guys were out at Easter Jeep Safari? Yeah, we How was um, that? that was really cool. Um, we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into. We decided kind of last minute to go, and um, we're invited to stay out at Area BFE, which is outside of town. It's still Moab, but uh, it's more buggy territory. It's, it's a private, private land. Yeah, yeah oh, nice. it's a private park. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, we didn't really realize what we had gotten into until we, we got there. And guys like <laughs> Jesse Haynes and Jason Blanton and Dave Wong were showing up. Oh, and we were like, <laughs> okay. oh. Like this is this is the place this, to be. Yeah. Obviously, this is where we want to be with the buggy. <laughs> Did you not bring enough spare parts? <laughs> oh, we had we had like no issues. Yeah, we, that's like the only thing we had was um like the uh, winch switches went bad. I think they're just too low of amp rating. So okay, like, I was in there like <laughs> touching wires. wires together. And, yeah, yeah the buggy wheeled hard for you know what like five or six days. It did yeah. amazing out there. Um, I mean, I did sheer two knuckle studs on my first day out there wheeling when I rolled in Mickey's hot tub. Um, (laughs) But, you know, the traction out there is something you have to get used to, especially, um, you know, running stickies on that kind of traction. Like we, I think what happened was we got down in the tub and we had turned the rear steer out trying to just get right on the line. And then I put it in reverse and I think that's when the studs sheared. So then Uh. when we went to exit the hot tub, um, Brent looked out his side and that tire was straight. So I didn't even look at mine and he's like, you're good, go. And, uh, my tire was still turned in and, uh, Marvin with flex rocks rollovers and Mike and Dan with rev kit were up watching and we couldn't hear them, but they're up there yelling, no, 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 <laughs> oh, stop. No. And, uh, you know, being rear engine and I don't have water in the front tires, um, Salt. which I'm, I'm about to do that. But, yeah. um, you know, when it when it goes over, it just happens real yeah. fast because yep. you know, all that weight's in the back. Yeah, the tires never spun. One yeah, time. Like, yeah. It just drove right I underneath felt bad itself. For the coolers. Oh, the coolers. <laughs> they held up. Yeah. yeah, the action the action packer got like some dents in it, and we popped it right out. And nice. the cooler, all I did was lose one strap on it, and I uh, did a little shout out for Camp Zero coolers. They're, you know, half the price of a Yeti and just as good. And yeah. um, let them know what happened and sent them the video and they're sending me new latches for the cooler. Nice. So that's awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was, that was cool. That was an adventure. Um, is that the first rollover? No, I've rolled one other time. Um, that was like the first hard hit rollover and, uh, you know, it was good. We were strapped in with the PRP five point harnesses and, um, I shut it off immediately. You know, Brent had his arms crossed and I kept my hands on the wheel and, yep. you know, we were all safe and that's, you know, what matters. Um, you know, they, it, it took some winching to get it pulled back over. Leah had her seatbelt off so fast. Like, once she shut get it off, me out she, of yeah, here. Like, get me out of here. Yeah. I mean, that, it, when you watch the video, I was I mean, ready to like, stay in there and be like, somebody just oh, flip yeah. us back over. Yeah. It, it, it really does happen in like the blink of an eye. Yeah. It's like you see you guys coming yeah. up and it's like, okay, they're just making the turn and you're like, Wait, that doesn't look up. Boom. You're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely not right. Okay. Yeah, Lydia Manders, um, Rob Manders' wife with Wheeling Out West on Instagram. They're great people. Um, they had taken us out to Hell's Revenge that day, which is an iconic trail out in Moab. And we're showing us around. And, um, 
she's a boss man she ran the recovery she knows the terrain out there and like they were winching the buggy and she was like stop stop uh the tires are bound there's too much traction you know yeah. we're gonna break something else and yeah because like, the steering was still turned yeah in the back i just looked at her oh, i was like i love you like pulling <laughs> us the wrong direction so yeah. I forget what I did, but we put it in um, neutral, let the winch line loose, and then um, we were able to get the rear steer straight, I think, by doing that. Um, But once we got it pulled out of the hot tub, um, Brent pulled the plugs and oil went everywhere, got in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That was was just spraying everywhere. It it burned off, but then it was fine. And then we kind of limped it back to the trailer. we didn't have exactly what we needed to get it fixed at the trailer so we could go right back out. Yeah. So we went out to uh, Rev Kits, Airbnb. They let us use our their garage to get it fixed. And nice. uh, Brent had it fixed in no time. We just uh, put had to pull out the uh, bent, uh, sheared studs and put new studs in. And fortunately, we had spare uh, stock Toyota knuckle stud, or, yeah. uh, studs. And um, yeah, and then uh, some other people brought me some more spare studs out to area bfe <laughs> thank god we didn't need them but yeah. yeah yeah we had them i mean for for rolling over for that being the only thing you really had to fix like that's it that's did crush in the bad. throttle uh i don't know what you call it basically the thing goes to the wire and opens up the throttle body oh the little motor yeah, that, just the bent actuator, that thing yeah. right over so yeah. i had to pry that back out yeah. mangled up the cable yeah. a little bit but that's not the end of the world so that yeah. was my my debut to moab was rolling yeah. in the iconic <laughs> mickey's hot tub hey. um diving in yeah first and then uh first two days later on wednesday during wheeling under the lights at area bfe i rolled it again <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so it's an expensive trip roll all the sudden. Yeah, nothing, nothing got damaged on that rollover. That's it was one just, video too. Yeah, <laughs> I was going up a uh, just a little slab and little um, slab. It was like it was. Yeah, the people said it was harder than backdoor. Yeah, okay. the videos don't really ever they give never, anything like that justice. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just looked over and I said am I good? Is this the line? And Brent said, yeah, send it. And <laughs> I sent it right over. Once again, Boink. it happened so fast. And we had cut the gate out of my shifter after my first roll so I could slam reverse quicker. And um, by the time I had it in reverse and hit the gas, I was already on my lid. So in the Ooh. in the video, you just hear like I hit and then <laughs> too late. I, I was just like, it was just slow motion. Uh, but then uh, Brent and uh, a couple other guys ran down real quick and just flopped it right back over, and I was right back out. Nice so we didn't have to pull the plugs that time. They it was kind of like a pirouette and then just landed on its side. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Three, three of us just pushed it right back over. Getting it like a didn't ro- even have to pull the rollovers plugs. Nice. like that, like when you're in a buggy, you know, they're, they're designed to handle that. Um, getting that kind of like under your belt really bumps yeah. up your confidence oh, yeah. because no, yeah. it's got to be a weird sensation like the first time because it, like, yeah, it's like when you take someone down a really steep slope the first time and they're like, holy crap! Like I can imagine that sort of rollover must yeah. be like yeah. when it first happens to you. You're like, oh shit! Okay, oh is this is this it? Is yeah, this, is I this going to be I where died? it goes? <laughs> I think my biggest like concern about rolling over was what my reaction was going to be. Like, am I going to do what I'm supposed to to keep myself safe? Yeah, and I did both times. So now I'm just like, okay, I can handle that. Yeah, like, yeah. so now I'm not, you know, as. Uh, timid to try harder things i think i'd be more scared as a passenger in a rollover because like when you're the driver and you've got the steering wheel in your hands like 
naturally you just you kind of clench up and you yeah. Like grab yeah. It. I feel like as the passenger, your natural instinct is to want to grab for Hit something. Hit the brakes instead yeah. of just like for sure. Curl for sure. Yeah, so we have a T bar in in the. Um, I added in a little T bar yeah. so you can grab a hold of it and just yeah. push yourself back into the seat. And there you yeah. Go. Smart. Yeah. So it it was you know a lot of people want to put their hand on the roll bar. Yeah. You know, yeah. But if it goes through a full roll, oh, you'll yeah. lose your fingers. Yeah. Well, yeah. and can't like, do we, that. We've seen people just even out on the trails when they're like one of our buddies took a picture where he stuck his hand out the window and like mm-hmm. touched the rock next to him. And he was we're stopped. Like, but yeah, he was stopped. But yeah. we're just like, hey, hey, when you're moving, don't ever do yeah. that because yeah. you'll lose an arm. I yeah. always <laughs> tell you know you see a lot of people wheeling, especially the Jeep guys, and they've got their arm out their window, and yeah. you know, yeah, you might not be in any danger at that given moment but what that does is it creates a bad habit yep mm-hmm. and or a stick flies up and hits you yeah, in the yeah arm. anything I can happen my windows up for that reason yeah like, i am that person like if i'm going down the highway my arm's out the window like tell me yeah. you're a jk owner you have windows <laughs> hey i got a comanche has windows don't talk shit like, well, right like i said full body rig oh got windows up. Shut up. <laughs> no, I, 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 I found myself like going from a full body rig to the YJ with the half doors. I find myself leaning out a lot more than I probably should. Because <laughs> um, like the, the last time we were at the Cove, I did one of those like, I can't see my wheel. And then I got hit in the face with a bunch of mud and was like, that was a bad idea. Don't yeah. do that again. <laughs> I added, um, I got these uh, little UTV roll bar side view mirrors and I put them on the buggy and they just fit perfect yeah. and nice. I can uh, tilt them any which way and I uh, just keep them pointed back at my rear tires now so I can yeah. know nice. if uh, I've got my rear sear straightened all the way back out but gosh they've been like a game changer yeah. I sure oh, yeah. wish I had those for yeah. hell and back like not having that visibility at hell and back sucked. especially when you're strapped in yeah, yeah when you yeah. have your harness in like you really can't look yeah. out and see anything yeah, so those mirrors are not as bad right yeah. yeah yeah it gives you some movement yeah no not with the harnesses That's, you know I had, I had to have Which is that, a good thing. I had to have a conversation with a, a potential customer who wanted to add like a third row seat to their JL. And they were like, oh, yeah. And they bought these harnesses and all this other stuff. And I was like, you're you don't want any of that in a daily driver. They're like, but it's extra safe. And I was like, only if you use it properly, which is pulled tight. You know, the like I got to build you a harness bar. I can't put it to the floor. Like, I don't want to compress the spine and roll like, go through all this stuff. And they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, this isn't like we just bolt a seat and but some seatbelts cool. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, I'm like, it's just, it's just a bad idea. Like, you really don't want to do this. And he's like, well, I, I just need to put my kids back there. And I was like, even more of a reason you don't want to do this. Yeah. I appreciated his logic. I've seen so many other people yeah. do this. Well, some though. guy did it on YouTube and it looked really easy. Like, uh-huh. then you go home and do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not taking the liability. No. Like, unless That's we're going to do it correct. Yeah. A yeah. lot of shops these days, you know, they got to look at things yeah. mm-hmm. as a liability standpoint. Yep. Yep. Something happens and yeah. it's my fault. You know? Exactly. Especially with modification. Like, you know, it's if you're just swapping out parts, you can. Yeah. Someone else has done all that design for you, but when you're fabbing stuff up custom, yeah. like that's that's a whole other ballgame. Framework, and a lot of people like just don't understand that. Yeah. They they just look like, oh, you could just make it. And it's like, yeah, no, you're, you're right, I can. Yeah, but, but you're not going to want to pay what it costs for me yeah. to make it, especially <laughs> when somebody else has already developed the product and you know, right. put yeah. in the work. Right. Yeah, so, people really underestimate the the time and and work oh, yeah. and skill oh, that yeah. goes into custom fabrication. Mm, yep. I mean, all I did was cut some panels out of my buggy the other day, and I was. <laughs> like holy shit this is a yeah. lot of work you need a plasma cutter well, like even for <laughs> small stuff too like brackets and stuff people just don't understand oh it's yeah like, that's 
hours leading up to yeah. the final fabrication. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of that I made bracket. my orbital valve mount. And it took me, gosh, four hours, yep. you know, and it was four pieces. <laughs> yeah. It's the reason why a race car costs $100,000 to start. <laughs> yeah. And you haven't even gotten into all the parts yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing everything the hard way, though. Yeah, by hand. Hole sawed, cut off yeah. wheel. Uh, Got to get a drill press. character, yeah. so they tell <laughs> yeah. me. The, dr- the drill press was the, the e- easily the number one thing I bought for myself that makes making brackets and things so much easier. It's just... There's I don't know why a drill press just feels like it drills better, mm-hmm. but it just it works because so it's nice. stronger than your human hand. <laughs> no, but it's also like like it's a torque and RPM thing. Like like with a with a hand drill, you're you know drill a pilot hole, make it bigger, lube it up, let the bit cool. You got to go through it six seven times on a drill press. You center punch it, you can just hog a half inch hole out. Yeah, with, imagine, with some oil, and you're good to go. Imagine that a machine designed to do the job <laughs> I, does it better. I, that, but that's my point, right? Like that's <laughs> why don't we have it at the shop? Because it's still in my garage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where I'm building my own Jeep. Yeah, I actually moved mine out of the garage to my buddy's garage and my bandsaw because yeah. I'm just like. I had so much stuff so, yeah. and tools. I was like, oh, gosh, I barely use this thing. And I, I didn't that. want to sell it, but I was like, well, I'll just hold on to this for yeah. me for a while. And the first day you move it, then you go, where'd my drill press? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, you need it 15 times the day it leaves the garage. <laughs> I have a problem with losing my uh, mini sledge. Ah. So. My, mine's magnetic lights. Okay. Yes. I, I, that's, oh, my God. In the last three months, I think I've lost three or four of them. They're probably out stuck to somebody's car driving around Northern Virginia. <laughs> Feel like you get I, those little tile trackers, put them on your tools. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> I might have to do that. Hey, we we one of them. I'm surprised managed to survive all the way out to the eastern shore, and then the guy got home and called us and was like, "Yeah, hey, I that was Jason's your, light, but your yeah. light on the Jeep." And we're like, "What?" It's like I got home and there was a glow <laughs> under my Jeep. Stayed attached to the the body of this XJ like driving from Sterling drive. all the way to like <laughs> Easton, awesome. Maryland. Wow! And really it was still on. That was the part that yeah. was even more amazing. Battery didn't die. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. We've we've gone to the Cove and like customers have handed. Oh yeah. This Jason was way worse than I was. That is true. I've only lost three. They've just happened to be in a short period of time. Yeah. But we're gonna have to yeah. start a shop budget for them. Yeah. I like the tile idea. I might have to yeah. take that for you. Yes. Yeah. Or an air tag. Just do an air tag. So I'm like, when the customer gets home with my light, they're like, why? Who air tagged my Jeep? Yeah, why is my car dead? Oh my gosh. I got an alert at the cove um, in the buggy that I had an air tag following me. And I mean, for two hours, I was looking over the buggy and it showed on my phone. It started tracking me from my house. And I just, Ooh. all these scenarios went through my head. I was like, someone's trying to steal the buggy or someone's trying to break in our house. They wanted to see when we wouldn't be home. And finally two hours go by and I walk with my phone over to my neighbor's camp and I'm like do you happen to have an air tag on your rig because he had rode the trails with me that day and he's like oh yeah I've got one on the rig and the trailer and I'm like do you drive past Stephen City on your way here and he's like yeah I'm like oh my gosh Wild. this whole time Wild. like my phone picked it up from the time he drove by my house on route 81 and then That's we wild. wheeled together all day oh my gosh that, I felt so silly that's 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 wild though that it was like that consistent enough that you were like close enough that it stayed in the system yeah yeah to follow you all day (laughs) oh man that might drive me a little nuts just constantly hearing ding yeah just well just even my phone just going off like just being like air tag air tag it's just like 
what is going on? Yeah. Every time I leave a light somewhere. Like, it's bad enough when we have customers' car keys that have air tags uh, yeah. on them. And, yeah. and you go to, like, move the car and it jingles just enough and it starts going on. And you're like, <sighs> I don't get, like, like, say I put an air tag on the buggy, like, for, you know, like, if somebody stole it or something. I mean, if they have an iPhone, it's going to alert them there's an air tag. So it's kind of, you know, yeah. pointless. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I don't think it would work well for vehicle theft, but finding lights and keys and things, I think, yeah, it's, well, it's beneficial. We have the tiles; they're they're yeah, nice. Same thing, yeah. yeah. Much more affordable too. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Pay the Apple tax. <laughs> uh, so you said it was your first trip out to Moab. First trip out west to wheel ever. Okay. Yeah, we we got there. We left our house Thursday. Um, we took like ten hour shifts driving. Uh, slept in the trailer at a truck stop. Um, then we got out to area BFE around 5.30 Saturday. And uh, then we just kind of, you know, got settled in, drove the buggy around a little bit, made sure everything was good. Uh, then we went and met up with our friend Marvin from Plex Rocks Rollovers in town and hung out for a little bit. And then uh, the guys from Rev Kit came down and then uh, William with Carnage Motorsports. So that was cool to uh, get to hang out with all those people in one place. And, yeah. um, you know, we just kind of hung out and had some drinks and... Um, then uh, Sunday, we went back where we got back to Area BFE Saturday night. Sunday morning, we loaded up the, the buggy into the trailer and then drove into Moab out to Hell's Revenge and uh, met up with uh, Rob Manders from Wheeling Out West, Marvin, uh, Mike, and Dan with RevKit. And um, then uh, I think the, his wife came too. And then we wheeled, we did the. Um, the iconic uh, entrance uh, where it's like a like a fin you have to drive on and that was sketchy like (laughs) thank god for the black tire marks yeah you know exactly where to drive yeah yeah you just have to follow that because like you really can't see anything you just trust those marks yeah had you guys had you guys not just wheeling but have you ever been out that way before was that your first time Um, i've been out west to vegas and and colorado brent's been out west to ski yeah but um we've never wheeled out west i i I used to live just across the colorado border from moab Uh and like ever since i've been out there like that is easily my favorite place in the country yeah everywhere i've been like it's the 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 people the scenery like everything about it is just mind-blowing it's like another planet yeah um, a lot of the locals seemed kind of like annoyed with all the yeah. offered people there but i'm like mm, yeah i mean come on this it's, is a huge bump in your economy i do think yeah. so like i mean i so i was out there in like 2012 2013 and it was significantly quieter than it is now like when we when we went to sema oh, drove yeah. back through moab I couldn't believe how busy Moab was on just like a random weekend in November. Yeah. Versus, and like even where I used to live in Colorado in, in the town gateway, like the trails that I would run when I lived out there were empty. They're basically dirt roads. Like they have stop signs and street mm-hmm. signs and everything, but like nobody was out there. And I went back in April with, with Carrie, my wife, and, and we were driving some of those trails in, in our rental Jeep. And like there were ATVs everywhere and people camping and RT like like towing trailers up ATV trail like just forty foot bumper pole campers crazy. up an mm-hmm. ATV trail and I'm like 
nope, like this place was non-existent to the rest of the world 10 years ago. Yeah. And now there's 40 people out on a random April weekend. Off-roading has seemed to really kind of blown up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Later Sunday, uh, after we got the buggy fixed after the rollover, then we met back up with some more people and we ran Moab Rim Trail, which that's, you know, another iconic trail. That was cool to do. We did that um, for a night run. Um, That was really cool. Um, Then we stayed at Area BFE Monday, Tuesday. Then Wednesday, we went back out. And um, I did the Jesse Combs Foundation Trailblazer run. It was the first annual run. And... um, some really cool chicks were on that run. I was um, definitely honored to be a part of that. Um, But we had a friend who needed our help and um, it was freezing cold in the buggy that day. And uh, so we had to leave out of the run a little early. Well, we came out the wrong side of the trail, eight and a half miles from the truck and trailer in the buggy. And then we only had like two gallons of gas left. So we couldn't like go back in there and we certainly weren't going to drive the buggy down 191 to get back. So Brent hitchhiked <laughs> back yeah. to the truck and trailer. And <laughs> I just sat like the there. the smartest thing to do. Yeah. I just and you sat lived there. to tell the tale? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, a, a local lady stopped and picked him up. And she was like, yeah, I saw her there in her buggy and you. And I figured you guys needed some help. And yeah. we, we do off-roading. I don't stop for people, but I saw you guys in your side-by-side. <laughs> I didn't, cor- I didn't that, correct her. I is is that like, an insult? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I would have corrected that, but uh, yeah, yeah, she she, she, she gave lives them a, out there, and they they it's all like side a by four sides. seater side by yeah. side. They, they, she said they go out every weekend. Well, the side by sides are street legal out there, yeah. which is yeah. crazy. But but yeah, she was really nice. Then we, I got all the way back to the trailer. Real, you know, I was in such like a kind of a panic. <laughs> Didn't even grab the truck key, oh, so she had to no. take us back up the road. Yeah, I saw him coming back. I was like. Ugh. No. Yeah. <laughs> the truck's gone. But no, it, was, it was all good. It was sketchy sitting there on the side of that highway in the buggy, like by myself. I didn't, I didn't like it, and I was surprised at how many people came out of the trail and didn't stop and ask me, like, yeah. "Are you good?" Oh yeah, that's weird. I, I would not expect people on the highway to stop, but like coming off the trail. Yeah, you would think, yeah. Like, like good. There well, is the first probably like fifteen people rolled out, and only like two stopped and asked if just, I was okay. Just waving, like, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah, I, I, when I first went out there to the uh, highway to put my thumb out, like, here comes a, a cop, you know, an SUV. I'm like, oh, you're perfect. You know, he's going to stop. And <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. Just kept on Flew going. Right I'm by. like, okay. Yeah. And a whole bunch of Jeeps went by. They're just like waving. <laughs> like, no. We love your rig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It all worked out. Yeah. It's There's like story. this unspoken um, tension or something between people in uh, like full body rigs versus buggy people like well it's easter jeep safari not easter buggy yeah safari. like <laughs> yeah you don't like see oh you're in a buggy you're on your own <laughs> yeah. bet you're yeah. cold like yeah. <laughs> there's no a, it, it was <laughs> there's an instagram page that i follow uh that they're, they're relatively small the blue ridge sammy mm. it's a samurai somewhat local they took their lifted samurai down to daytona jeep beach oh, this boy. past weekend and like He's just been posting the samurai posted all these like mall crawler JLs and JKs and he's like, You I thought G people were inclusive. <laughs> I was like I was like, I, I'm gonna be fr- I'm, I'm gonna be friends with you. I like you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that whole Jeep Beach scene. Yeah. It's a little much for me with um 
So it's definitely like a mall crawler oh, jeep yeah. kind of oh, scene 100%. and the speaker setup sound systems yeah. and stuff and all the ducking it's like, <laughs> bike, it's like bike week or something I yeah guess. i mean i i get comparison. it I, I i've always said i'm a i'm a car guy so like i get the the, the draw of what yeah. a jeep is to car people and like you know why those shows exist yeah but at the end of the day like i'm I'm a car guy and I like off-roading. Jeeps are just good at off-roading, which is why I have Jeeps. I'm not a yeah. Jeep person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I'll wheel anything you give me. <laughs> I, I, just, I used to install car stereos and sell, yeah. sell and install car stereos. And so, like, I appreciate all that. But right. I'm just like, but in a Jeep, like, I don't yeah. know. That's just not what Jeeps well, are built for. I, I mean. The argument I've always made with, with that is, like, it's okay if you want to be the 24-inch rim, massive stereo, color match, fancy paint. Like, if that's what you want to do with your Jeep, so be it. But don't don't also try and be off-roady just because you have a Jeep. Yeah. Like, like you can you can have a parking lot Jeep. That's okay. Like just Wolf. own it. Yeah, just own it. Just, like, just, if that's what yeah, you're going to do with your Jeep, enjoy what you're it. doing. Yeah. yeah, I had a 2019 JLU, and um, Brent started talking about modifying it and stuff, and I was like, no, right. this is a mall crawler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we are not... Mm-mm. And that's fine. We tell people that all the time at the shop because they'll kind of like, well, I don't know if I should say this to you guys, but you know, I don't, I'm not going to offer it. And like, okay, right. like that's fine. Cool. Like, what so, do you want to do with it? Well, I still want to lift it and put big tires. Okay, okay. that's fine. I want to appear well, as though yeah. I offer it. And that's fine. <laughs> and it's yeah. like we like we try not to give people crap about it because it's just like it's your vehicle, it's your money. Yeah, you do whatever you want yeah. with it. Yeah, we're not going to care. If anything, off roading is going to benefit you because it's way cheaper to not off road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it most definitely is. Yeah, that's and will never break yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't try and turn people off from off roading, but like. We get the we get the beginners that will always say like, oh yeah, you know, I kind of want to get into it. And I'm like, take it out stock. Yeah. Like go drive it. Make sure you mm-hmm. like this because the <laughs> difference between fitting 35s so you can drive around and building an off road rig that no longer fits in your office building's parking garage is Big about difference. five to ten thousand dollars. Yeah. So make your decision now. Before yeah. <laughs> I always tell people who are getting into it like. You know, will will your vehicle stock like learn the limits and then yeah. decide what you want to upgrade next? Like, mm-hmm. don't just like fully invest in it and then not know what the heck you're right. doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you you ruin your daily driver. Like now, all of a sudden, it's not comfortable. It's not quiet. Mm-hmm. You can't fit in parking garages when you go to DC. Like, there's just there's so many layers to it, and it's like if you really want it to work and survive off road, you got to spend the money. You got to do this to really do it right and it's it's always it's always a constant give and take of like oh uh, i want 40s oh why i don't know that's what the internet said (laughs) no okay like like you don't want 40s (laughs) my my favorite is learning people like whatever their perception of off-roading is because when we get out to events you find the people who their idea of off-roading is just dive, driving down dirt roads. Like fire roads. Oh, like, yeah, like Peter's Mill. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, because you get to the rock gardens, and they'll get out of their vehicle and go, are, are we driving through that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Are you, can we make that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your you roof on 37s you're is probably going to scratch your rims at some point, but yeah, we'll be fine. Oh, uh, I think I'm going to go do that other trail over there. Okay. Have a yeah. nice day. Like that was. You're clearly not built for this. <laughs> we had somebody in a that like tagged into a group at at an old Big Dogs event. This was probably three or four years ago. Massive XJ, like thirty fives, eight inches of lift, <laughs> bumpers winch locked, like, big mud trains and bead locks. And we were 
we we call it Lisa's Trail. I don't know what the official name of the trail is. But that we is were, the official name now. It never had a name. Sure. Uh, we were going across the top of the mountain, and it, it's a steep drop down. <gasps> oh, I remember And we, we were at a bypass. We stopped at a bypass because the guy in the stock XJ's kid had to go to the bathroom. And we're like, oh, take this down. It drops into Camp 6. There should be a bathroom right at the bottom of the hill kind of thing. He's like, all right, cool. And the lady's like, does this go to a really steep hill? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make a left, come down the hill, go through a little mud puddle kind of thing. She's like, I'm going to tag out here because that's like a red. And I was like, I mean, it's really huh? not. It's a green. She's like, we went up that yesterday. I'm not going down that. And I was like, if you, what? Going down, it's easier. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, bye. See you later. Like, you're at Camp 6. You can hit the main road and go back to line and find another group. See you later. You're going to lift an XJ. If there's any vehicle out here that you should be okay with destroying, it's yeah. that one. Yeah. And it's like, this Like this is not a red trail. Like, I don't know what you're talking about just because it's a steep hill. Yeah. Like, yeah. But anyway, I digress. The Take her out to Moab. So the yeah, yeah. the burning question that we ask everybody, East or West Coast wheeling? East Coast. Yeah, yeah there it is. I mean, I know we're all biased. So we're two, we we're two here, v one right now. I don't know. I, we got to get Abe's opinion because he True. he seemed like he he was gonna have he a strong opinion. I mean, we it, might. I I may change my mind on that after yeah. we hit San Hollow. But I mean, I just the traction out west just makes things so easy yeah. where out east it's make you know all the factors just make things a lot more technical and um i just think you have to be more skilled to to wheel out east yeah i mean anybody can heard it here first yeah anybody yeah. can go out <laughs> west drop. with that traction <laughs> my, my biggest thing to like, suck it west coast not only the traction but like i feel like the rocks it's not that they're necessarily smaller but they're like they're like they're, rounded they're and smoother and right they're yeah yeah like they're like it's it's like there's not as many undercuts there's not as many holes like everything like it's it's one giant yeah. rock that you're driving over versus when we were out a there, ton of little rocks like there's stuff you know on day one day two in area bfe like we were doing is like god like that was nothing yeah yeah like it you looks pull up, way harder yeah, than what it is you would pull up to it and be like okay all right now we're getting into something and then you're just like Pop, like right up, right up it, up. and yeah, I'm it like, okay. Two seconds, and like then, the traction is just yeah. unbelievable. You, see, you know, one of the things out there is like you find yourself getting into these gnarly climbs and crevices yeah. and cracks and ravines where there's no turning back, there's no turning around. Yep. If you fall in that crack, you're gonna have to like unbolt your axles <laughs> and you right. know literally you know extract the vehicle. Yeah. And, um, the traction out there can screw you though. So that like that is a technical yeah. aspect to wheeling out west. Yeah. I mean, um, I you know, that, you can just get your tires bound up and brake parts. Yeah. yeah. I think that just falls under just adjusting to the conditions, right? Yeah. Like when it's dry here versus wet here, mm-hmm. you know, you dr- you do drive a little bit different. Yeah. It's just always dry out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like being That's in the, the mountains difference. personally. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, in the trees and you got more coverage and yep. Yeah, we were at a the little cove. Bit of a breeze. Yeah, yeah. The big dogs and first day out, like you know, I was leading a group, and uh, I think I signed up for line eight or, or yeah. something. And it's the second day, everybody got back in line with me. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, they can hang. Yeah. you know, there's like two rigs that didn't have a front locker, but they were like, you know, just OG. As long as you drive it, yeah, yeah. they were good. It felt really good to be back at the cove though after going out oh, to yeah, Moab. Yeah. Like it was like oh, we're home. Yeah, home, home <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man, and I was just like all amped up and ready to try new lines on the trails that you know. I remember the first time I ran Insanity Trail out at the cove, and I was just so intimidated and nervous. <laughs> and then like, and then that you know, Big Dogs last weekend, I ran the 
uh, I guided the 10 line and um, was the first one in and had no spot and just yeah. didn't yep. barely even hit my diffs going through insanity. Right. And I was just like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was awesome. Now you're just like, I need bigger. I yeah. need more. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, more, my rig's good, but more challenging trails. Yeah, yeah I'm up for that. Yeah. We're uh, hitting up uh, Adventure Off Road Park, AOP nice. in Tennessee nice. this yep. weekend. And I hear it's uh, pretty gnarly out there. And with all the rain we're getting this week, yeah. it's going to be, oh, yeah. it's going to be challenging. Yeah. But uh, my red labels are finally broken in <laughs> and um, they're super super duper grippy now they're just grabbing and hooking up like it's just amazing so um i'll I'll be excited i mean a lot of people talk crap about uh they suck in the in the rain and this and that and i mean they it rained at the cove all day saturday and they did great i think i feel like the rain is just a driver thing well i was gonna say there's always gonna be people who complain about one thing or oh yeah you know this is better it's excuses it, yeah oh 100 excuses it's all what you're used to also like <laughs> yeah you know if you go from super swampers to red labels and if like, you hit it with your purse <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. just got to get one of those cement filled purses <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh i don't know that's now that like we're all finally graduating from our shitty home built no locker small tire Mm. rigs and <laughs> having real rigs like i love the cove every time we're there i'm like ah. but it's also like like i want to go back out west tennessee and is definitely big on our list like good evening ranch yeah you oh, good do. evening ranch is like yeah. a must do if you haven't been out there you, you gotta go it's just an amazing place yeah i mean it's a smaller park but i like that because you can just hop from one trail to the other i, I don't like a lot of blasting in between trails yeah yeah um Right after Moab, the week after Moab, we went up to Tennessee with Marvin and Flex Rocks Rollovers crew, um, and we wheeled a place called the Sand Mines. Okay. And it was really cool. It's just one long trail. Oh. And um, you get to a is certain it like part. Is point, or is it like is uh, it you connected? You uh, drive in and drive back out, I think. I, that's what we did, like, due to certain circumstances. But once you actually hit a certain point on the trail, you it um, it was a sand mine, obviously, mm. and it's the name. Um, but you get into white silica sand, and it's, like, in the rocks. So there was, like, some out west traction there oh, in cool. this little town in Tennessee. Hmm. So it was cool. We were out there. He was uh, filming um, for a German TV production. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. How how'd you guys get tied in with the... Uh with Marvin and Flex Rocks and Rollers? Um, uh, last year, the year before, I saw that he was at uh, the Mammoth Trail. He was up at AOAA mm-hmm. uh, doing the ultimate off-road adventure or the ultimate off-road field trip. Yep. And I saw um, they were running the Mammoth Trail that Sunday, and I had just ran it the weekend before and was really eager to get back out there and try it again because we ran out of time with our recovery vehicle. So I just messaged him on Instagram and I was like, hey, can I come run yeah. Mammoth Trail with you? And he was like, sure. Cool. And I was like, okay. Right. And um, I don't know that he expected me to really show up, but I did. <laughs> and yeah. um, they were all up at the staging area at AOAA. And um, I was like, hey, bring it in. Let's go. And I just rolled up in there, looped around, pulled up right in the middle of the group, parked right <laughs> next to Colt and Matt from Bleepin' yeah. Jeep. Wasn't really sure who they were. <laughs> Holly uh, Mischief Maker was there, uh, Marlon and Luna with Offered and Chill, like all these awesome big name YouTube people. And you know, they're just normal people. Yeah. They're they're yeah. really awesome 
every single one of them, love them all. Um, I consider them all uh, friends now. And, um, you know, it, it was just really cool. Um, you know, just down to earth people. And um, we went and ran Mammoth Trail and uh, I got through the first part, which now they've named the first part nothing. So <laughs> I, my bragging rights are I've done nothing yeah. three times now. <laughs> And uh, haven't it's made wild. it through the second portion of the trail yet. Yeah. Um, I mean that 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 trail is it's insane. Wild. It is. Like it's, you when they when they first showed the video of it, just the trail itself. Yeah. You're like the drone okay, footage. Yeah, yeah. You're just kind of like, okay, cool. Like that's an awesome that's nice rock garden. Rock garden. Yeah. Like, but then you get there in person. Well, and then the, towards the end of the video, they drive in from the back end of it, and yeah. you see how tall those boulders yeah. are compared yeah. to their vehicle. They're, you're like. Volkswagen bus size yeah. rocks. And you're like, holy planet. shit, that's so, not a rock garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's wild. I always <laughs> try to like, when I'm looking at wheeling videos or pictures, um, I think about how big the size uh, tire is on the rig yeah. and that, mm -hmm. compare that to the rock and right. then that gives you an idea mm -hmm. of what you're looking at. Yep. Yeah. I mean, our, our, my, at least my problem is like, we're so used to lifted Jeeps and big rigs that like, I think that skews our perspective, mm -hmm. or at least mine. Because like, at the shop, everyone we get a stock JK, and I'm like, "You're tiny." Eh. Like, where, where, where's the rest of it? You guys like, need to see my buggy in person if you haven't. I'm not sure if you guys have, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's it, in pictures. People, you know, I've had numerous people tell me like, once they see it in person, they're like, "Holy crap!" It's like way smaller. Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, it's a moon buggy. Like, yeah. it's well, that's part <laughs> design." Yeah, yeah, and I'm a small person too, so <laughs> it's just kind of all to scale. But yeah. then you you get the buggy out there in the rocks. There's this one picture of me out in Mammoth, and uh, it went a little viral on the internet. Um, but the buggy and the rocks there on that trail just really did the trail yeah. justice. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it just showed the scale of the trail and the rocks. Yeah, I, I want to go there so bad. I just I got I I want to wheel it again. Like it's been, oh yeah, it's been almost fifteen years since I've been on a trail in Moab. Like, oh, I yeah. I would have preferred to wheel the rental car a little more if we had more time, but we were just so exhausted by the end of that week. You you know how I'm always going to feel about that, but. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, well, we wheeled yeah. it about as hard as I was comfortable with it. You know, you don't work for Enterprise anymore. You can be okay with off-roading. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, Everybody not, else does it. It's not. <laughs> I have no issue destroying uh -huh. an Enterprise car. I know. It was your credit card with the deposit. There it. it is. I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you want to put somebody else's on there? Be my guest. Because, you know, we don't have a shop that can fix it before we return it. <laughs> it's, we're not capable of that yeah, at all. man. Also. Cheryl did us good, though. Yeah. We did. We did probably wrecked that jeep though oh no not probably we definitely wrecked that it jeep. developed a bit of a shimmy mm -hmm. a little bit so there, there's a when you're leaving moab like there's a a canyon road through the la salle mountains that drops down into colorado where i used to live mm -hmm. and it's like 25 miles of maintained dirt road uh, but being november and frankly at the time we didn't realize it but historic snows snowfall in utah this mm. year uh, we ended up driving it through like a foot of snow with like oh, basically zero recovery gear by ourselves <laughs> but i knew exactly where we were going so that helped it snowed on us a little bit out yeah. there uh for three days it was um it doesn't 20 degrees yeah well, it doesn't it snow was, out there very yeah. often we were sleeping in the trailer 
and I had two heaters going. We didn't think to put the partition wall up between the front and back of the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we didn't have like our our thermal sleeping bag, we would have probably gone and tried to find a hotel. hotel yeah. yeah. Like it, it would have been really hard to yeah, do. It. Yeah. It was cold. Like, like yeah. we were relying on that sleeping bag and body heat. <laughs> yeah. And then like, it was so cold for two days. Like, I didn't even change clothes. I just like slept in my quilted Carhartt bibs, wool socks, woke up every morning, dressed up like I was going skiing or something. It's a dry cold too. It's like, it bites, it cuts through Oh yeah, I had like feet warmers in my boots, (laughs) hand warmers in my gloves, body warmers on my my body. And And, the um, sun would come out and you'd you'd be on top of a mountain and you get warm. You want to take everything off. And then you get back down to the bottom and you're just putting everything back on. Yeah. So you're you're not a cold weather person then? Um, I like, I hate the cold, but I love wheeling more. So I tolerate it. Like yeah, I, I, no, took the, I took the buggy out this winter and like didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like there is one day we went up to the cove and like I kept my mouth shut, but I was so cold. <laughs> I, so, I didn't like want anyone to know, but yeah. like when, when everybody was stopping, I would go hop and Brent's JK and blast the heat. <laughs> I, I love the cold, but I don't, I don't do snow wheeling. It's just, it's, it's like for me, snow wheeling is like mud. Yeah. It's like, it's just too much of a mess. It makes everything unnecessarily difficult. And you probably oh. can break stuff and more because well, you can't something see happens, what's under the snow. You're having to fix it or yeah. recover. Right. Yeah. yeah. In cold weather. Right. Yeah. Which, we yeah. we, we haven't wheeled fun. like no. in the snow, but like there's been snow on the ground, but nothing right. significant. Yeah. Um, it was just was cold as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's the, the one benefit of, I think some of the further West stuff, like, yeah, it does get cold and it does snow, but it's also it's it's a different snow. Like like that's probably the one downside to the East Coast wheeling it's in like the winter. Powdery snow out west. Yeah, everything's wet oh, yeah. and we sloppy yeah. and icy. It's just gross yeah. here. Out there, you can just drive right through yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's a little bit yeah. easier. That powdery but, snow. Yeah, mm. love it. Ugh. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I guess since we we're on last, we. Um, I can't remember, Tim, if we, if we had done, done Hell and Back yet. No, yeah, we um, we did the 24-hour Hell and Back Challenge um, up in New Hampshire at Field and Forest, mm-hmm. which has got to be one of the gnarliest parks on the East Coast. Um, yeah. The rocks there are like the size of the rocks in the Mammoth Trail. They're just not like condensed and obviously not man-made trails um but that was that was cool experience you know we made it all 24 hours didn't break anything um didn't fall asleep any can't say that for brent 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 got in our brent got in our friend alan's uh rig with the heat on and i walked up and he was snoozing well yeah he was the one that had to drive yeah yeah passenger princess But yeah, that was a really cool experience. Met some cool people, made some you know lifelong friends out of that, and um, uh, really enjoyed doing that. And um, it, it was definitely the experience of a lifetime. I would love the opportunity to do it again. And um, the buggy performed really well out there. You know, we had to pull cable a few times, but uh, you know, it's let, kind of the point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> less than others. But also, I was in a buggy on yeah. what some would deem buggy trails, and uh, they were in full size rigs with you know drag axles. And yeah, I mean, they did great. Uh, There's this one section on a trail where uh, I think me and Marvin were the only two people that didn't winch through it. 
And uh, Marvin's a hell of a driver, man. And that Jeepster's a, a big say, rig. I love that rig, too. Oh, man. Did you see the paint job he just got done no, on it? No, I haven't it? watched the video Oh, yeah. Yet. Check out the latest YouTube episode on his channel um, where he unveils the the new paint job on it. It's incredible. See how long it takes to ruin it. Well, no. That's the beauty of this paint job. Oh. Oh. Okay? Right. It's okay. meant. Like, it um accents the body damage oh. and as he gets more he you can just do it again well no like he'll just use a um paint marker and accent the body damage they just once you see it you'll know what i mean i'll have to watch that video later they yeah it's, it's, it's on my it's on yeah my... they incorporated it into it because you know it wouldn't have made sense I mean, not that's to smart <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's really really cool this guy who did it is from germany and like he's viral on the internet right now um he just does these really cool free style free-handed uh paint jobs with yeah. spray paint and paint markers oh, that's cool and he got some uh, new kmc beadlocks and, and had them like custom painted to match oh, okay and, yeah they even did the winch the, the beadlocks yeah, the, 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 the b-pillar KC lights everything the go fast wow. holes all that's like color yeah. matched uh, it's all right. super sweet. Wheels. Money. pretty clean we, yeah, we yeah, need yeah, more yeah, money yeah, yeah. <laughs> no we need sponsors sponsors yeah. <laughs> so the check. Th- then we don't need money <laughs> <laughs> it'll be easier to find the money though i think yeah probably yeah. start digging up did you guys um, grab I, a few? I uh, had a build sponsorship with Yukon Gear and oh, Axle, nice. okay. and that, nice. that was fantastic. Um, I'm a team ambassador for Yukon Gear and Axle now, which that's not necessarily a sponsorship. Um, you know, yeah, I get um, special pricing and whatnot, yep. yeah. um, but I'm not paid yeah you know um and then i'm on oh yeah it's totally cool um i mean there's an obligation to it yeah um but that you know that's cool they've been with me since the beginning they hooked me up with that build sponsorship they believed in me so i'm happy to rep for them now and then um, more recently i just got on to that's um, actually yeah they're showing a picture of marvin's jeepster right now painted up damn it (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, then I just uh, signed with uh, PRP, so I'm on t- nice. Team PRP now too, um, which of course that happened after I got Brent uh, seats and shreddy <laughs> harnesses and steering wheel. Naturally. Um, naturally. Can we backdate that guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Credit, but credit I, I need new seats in my buggy pretty badly, so I'm eyeballing that. So yeah. that's awesome. Working towards getting those new seats. Yeah, hell nice. yeah. I do need a steering wheel disconnect, though. <laughs> Make it easy to get in and out. Yeah. 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 That's for what doors sure. are for. Yeah. I think I'm going to get my, my pedals in first, yeah. and then I'll get the steering wheel in place. That way I know exactly where my knees are going to yep. be and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I got to make like a custom offset brake pedal to get it you know, a little bit more to the left. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the way the front's like so pinched, yep. the brake booster had to... You know, I gotta, Buggy life. Yeah. It's like an eighth inch from the tube. Ooh. Oh, yeah, he'll be right. Oh, it's you'll get used to it. It's going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah. Brent likes to do things a couple times. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. everybody. That's, that's how you learn. So well, I got learn. my seats all mounted, and I'm like, all right, awesome, great. Then yeah. I get the atlas in the mail, bolt the atlas up, PJ, and it, oh. it's set up maybe a half inch higher than I thought. So yeah, mm. don't 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 mind my dog losing his shit right now. It's probably an Amazon delivery. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've definitely learned that over the years of like getting ahead of myself or just putting it together to make it work and then having to undo it. Like I'm going through that right now with, with the YJ. <laughs> oh, yes. Because <laughs> like, like I got the project 
like a third finished, wired it up, got everything running. And now like now that I have the heads off, I'm like, I'm just looking at everything that we did to make it run. And I'm like, I need to redo all of this. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like I was aiming for mid-May. I don't think that's going to end up happening because it's already May. Actually, by the time this episode comes out, it's probably mid-May. <laughs> yeah, I built a, an, an engine skid you know, yeah. for the front. Got it all ready. Cut the big old pieces of plate to go in. I'm like, I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't like the way it looks. Yeah, know, that's so. a tough yeah. one, too. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to see it to know you what, that you yeah. don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I want to learn CAD so I can avoid doing that. But I also know I could probably build it three times before I learn CAD. <laughs> like, it'd be quicker for me to build it three times. Yeah. Because I just I don't do computers. <laughs> so. Very true. Yeah. No. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're we're hitting up AOP this weekend yeah. for uh, the Trail Trash. Um, I think it's called Meet and Beat event. Um, we <laughs> were we're, we're really only going up there because um, I scored some forty two inch red labels that only have a couple trips on them for Brent's rig. Oh, nice! And the guys from Georgia, and Meet he's going to be at that event. Oh, so okay. I was like, okay, well, you know, we can go up there and wheel too if wanted to check out AOP. Yeah. Um, he's also hooking me up with some Toyota knuckle studs and uh, Toyota uh, stock knuckles nice. just so I. Have some spares i'm gonna get those keyed send those off to front range off-road and get those keyed and then um put them on the rear and then take the rear ones off and send those in and then get those back and put them in the front um that's just definitely an upgrade i've wanted to do um because right now with toyota stock knuckle studs you've got to torque on like between every trail yeah just to make sure they're they're yeah, not they, they machine flats on the sides of the knuckle at the top yeah so like brings it in a little bit narrower and then their high steer arm overlays that and so when you bolt it down it's just pinched on where it's been machined and yeah and so it's you know it can't go left and right the nuts are just keeping it down yeah a lot of people are like oh just get the six shooters and i'm like well you know i've been told by you know a lot of experienced toyota guys then you're just chasing around six right six studs yeah. instead of four right and you're not really solving yeah. the problem yeah just get it machined and be done with it yeah and it's cheaper you can get yeah you can the get the whole set done for like 300 bucks yeah it's at all. Yeah, yeah i think it's actually like 50 bucks more to get the six shooters versus sending your knuckles and in one, and getting them keyed yeah that's yeah, for one yeah. axle so she's going to do both four, axles yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for six hundred dollars versus just one set of six shooters for yeah. six solve the problem. Or don't something. make it more tedious yeah yeah, yeah. yeah just kind of you know that's the beefier way to go and it's not worth just welding them in oh no 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 what do you mean like cast to yeah, the knuckle. Yeah, get a little preheat in there. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good on that. <laughs> it's not that. See, he says that, and then he'd look at it afterwards and go, "I don't like that." We gotta yeah, do it. Yeah, buy new knuckles and get them machined. Yeah, yeah. probably. You're not wrong. <sighs> but yeah, see, like that—that's I would be like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm tired. Oh, of, I know. I'm tired of tightening these down. I Just know. run a couple beads through it and." Fixed. If it breaks, it breaks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not. I mean, it's really like the friction that holds the the whole right. setup together. The studs are just kind of there, holding the steer arm in place to yeah, the knuckle. Hold, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so well, that's why you get the weld because then the weld just holds it in place. But see that? That's, <laughs> then you probably just break the whole knuckle. <laughs> see, that's. I think that's what scares me about us one day bringing a welder with us on a trip. Yeah, is you doing something going? Screw it! I'm just gonna weld it together, and then we Honestly, get all the way back, and you go, "Why did I do that? I don't. Now I gotta redo all of this." I may change my mind as we 
do dumber things with our Jeeps, but I don't really see any practical use for having a welder on the trail. Thank God. Like, like, <laughs> like we, we're creative enough with ratchet traps and plywood that we can get it back to camp well, or get, get it home. home. There are situations where you have to, though. We yeah. were, when would, we were at Area yeah. BFE, a guy... Um, he broke the uh, cross members. Yeah, the rear lower link cross member. Yeah, Ooh, and um, Roger Strap. They had a. Um, <laughs> I mean, but he was on a vertical ledge when it happened. Roger Strap, two Roger Strap. And um, <laughs> it it took a literal monster truck came oh, out there and pulled his buggy up off that ledge, and then uh, Thomas and Max with Fabin eight hundred one came out with a trail welder and they fixed it back up and. Dude wheeled it the rest of the weekend. Yeah, it yeah, was that, that's, wild. That's like fixing it, fixing it. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, like that, that. Like for me, and maybe it's because we're we typically wheel locally. Like you know, we're an hour and a half from the cove. So yeah. like, if I got to put it on the trailer, bring it home, weld it, and then bring it back to the cove, like so be it. Yeah, like, I think if he had drove it, continued to drive it that way, he probably would have destroyed his drive shaft and some other things. Oh, yeah. Oh, but um, It wouldn't move. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. move. Cause yeah, it was too bound up. Yeah. yeah, it rolled the rear axle forward yeah. so far. The pinion yokes, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. just yeah, just, It was bad. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. bad. Yeah, that was our last day out in Moab. We spent the day doing a trail repair, so yeah. <laughs> that was a little bit of a bummer, yeah. but uh, we were real tempted to stay Saturday, too, and uh, we had the kids back home, though, and just, we needed to get back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> kids. The drive home sucked. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, always, it always does. Yeah. When you're going there, you're all excited, you're, like, yeah. hopped up, and you're like, yes, it's gonna be the crazy thing ever. By the yeah. time you get headed home, you're tired. Yeah. Which, which route dirty. did you guys take? We took the southern route. We took, took 40, because yeah. the, the Colorado Mountains. passes were bad. Yeah. So and I think that was the the right call. Seventy well, talked about last. Yeah, seventy is definitely shorter, but if you're towing a trailer, flatter, yeah. yeah, if you're towing a trailer going through Colorado into Utah is like yeah. that. That's gonna suck. Yeah. Maybe I've we done, get lucky and that restaurant's still open by the time we're towing something through there again. Which one? The one we got kicked out of. Oh, that was that was in Santa Fe. That was yeah. a little past Utah, but yeah. I think when we go out to San Hollow for Trail Hero, we're gonna try to make the trip back home a little more enjoyable. We're gonna try to hit up Farmington, New Mexico, mm-hmm. um, Arizona, maybe even. There's nothing on Route 66. Save yourselves the yeah. headache. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually sad. It's depressing. Yeah. It's very. Yeah, it's really depressing. Because um, we did the opposite. We did 40 to Vegas. And we're like, well, that was a really shitty drive. And I, when I lived in Colorado, I had driven seventy five or six times. So I was like, I know seventy. Like we can just take yeah. take seventy back. Like it'll be a, it's a prettier drive. It's just mm-hmm. but except through Kansas. Yeah, but trucking. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kansas is miserable. Oh, I think uh, Tennessee and Arkansas were the worst. Arkansas is the worst state in the country. Tennessee just seems like it's never ending. Tom got almost got assaulted by a juggalo. A juggalo yeah, in the bathroom. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. We drove through a tornado in uh, Arkansas. That okay. was like scary. We we like uh, took shelter at a gas station and like sirens are going off and the power cut out and I'm just like freaking out. That, I would have kept driving. That the uh, <laughs> oh no storm I, chaser I style. I was freaking out. Brent was like laughing at me. He was like, it's fine. <laughs> And I'm like, no, Just pull over, wind. pull Welcome over. To our husband club. Well, I mean, that enclosed trailer is like a freaking sailboat in the wind. Yeah. And um, I was just like worried about the trailer getting totaled and taken over because it's like not a, the wizard of oz you're not gonna get lost i don't know there's like county. tractor trailers like blown over so yeah. well, they're big they're, they're big yeah they're big sales you're a little yeah. sale yeah i don't know trailers for you low to the ground yeah, yeah. no it's it yeah. was sketch 
Everything about Arkansas is sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> and horrible. It's just, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we, we, we almost did a Cracker Barrel in Arkansas, and we, but we were like, mm, let's just keep driving and get breakfast in Kansas where we're not going to be raped. Yeah. I a guy with like full clown makeup followed me into a bathroom, got to the urinal next to me, and was moaning. Oh, God. At oh, like yeah. three in the morning. Yeah. That's sketchy. And, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, it was really he, he came out of the bathroom so fast. He's like, let's go. We got to go. Yeah. We're like, That's what? never like, a good feeling when someone follows you into a bathroom <laughs> no. late at night. I got followed in a bathroom at a campground one time at like three in the morning. Oh, no. And like I had my, my little pocket knife out and I was like, <laughs> I'm ready to stab somebody. Shank. Like, yeah. <laughs> The only saving grace was I knew Tim was in one of the stalls because he had gone in first. Oh. So I was like, if I got to take this guy with my pants down, at least Tim's going to come out. <laughs> Nobody wants to fight a naked guy. I mean, that's, that's I don't know. It sounds like that guy might have wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I don't he was think hoping that guy for. knew where he was. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a weird interaction. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, man. No, thank you. Mm -mm. Yeah, when we stayed in the trailer at the truck stop, I yeah. had to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I was like, unlocked the door and like peeked out. There was like fifty tractor trailers, and I was like, no, yes. <laughs> I'm using the camping toilet in the back yeah. of the trailer. Yeah. Nope, just cut a little hole in the trailer. <laughs> we yeah. just have one of those portable camping toilets, yeah. so that works. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a better yeah. better solution. Yeah, it, when know. it was twenty degrees out at night, you did not want to go outside the trailer for yeah. anything that's the worst part about camping in the winter is if you have to pee like you have to get out of your tent you have to get dressed get out and get undressed get back and yeah it's just too much work yeah man what a good plug this would be right now for, for skinny, skinny guy, guy campers, campers with the <laughs> yeah that's Heated uh, interior and flushable uh, toilet yeah. in the kitten caboodle package the the big black <laughs> like truck cap thing in my driveway is actually a camper uh it's there we're currently starting to sell them at the shop they're think of like a giant rooftop tent with running water and power oh nice yeah it's, it's really convenient so nice. gosh yeah. this guy had this homemade um trailer or a camper on his trailer at the uh, big dogs last weekend and i it just looked really good and i asked if i could see the inside and um he had a 30 gallon water tank in there but um he had a shower too and i was like you know what are you using to heat the water um uh, he got a fish tank heater, oh. a $20 fish tank heater, and he said it heated the 30 gallons of water to 98 sense. degrees. That makes sense, actually. I was like, that is genius. I wonder how long it takes to get it To hot. get it, to heat it. Yeah. yeah I mean, It's probably not on-demand hot water. No, but, but I think he probably turns it on like on his way up. Yeah. And then it's ready. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't no normally shower as soon as you get to yeah. where you're going. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I thought it was practical, and I'm oh, all about absolutely. a budget build. I yeah. mean, I thought that was super cool. Yeah. So, we're probably going to do something like that for our trailer. That, the, I feel uh, like that's something that a good number of people could probably figure out yeah. on their own. Like, if they thought about it, they went, oh, yeah, yeah, make that work. Yeah. It doesn't seem overly complicated. Yeah, even if you did, like, two of them or something. Yeah, yeah. you can get, like, a... Um, I forget how many gallons, but I think I think there was like a 200-gallon fish tank heater, and it was like 50 bucks on Amazon. I mean, yeah. that's still oh, cheaper yeah. than like the tankless oh, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. water heaters. Yeah, the, the nice thing with the, the skinny guys is they have, because the, the, the camper itself has heat, so it's all propane. It's like an mm -hmm. RV heater, and that's a hot water heater and forced air heater all mm. in one. Yeah, it's super nice. Yeah, we're probably going to do... Um, Brent wants to do propane heat, but mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking more. I'd rather do a mini split in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. If you, as 
as long as you have the power for it. If, if I mean, yeah. that trailer is probably big enough to do a pretty big solar setup, so you. Yeah, yeah. I would like to run solar and do a mini split. I don't know. I just get nervous whenever there's pilot flames involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the nice thing is like the RV and camping market is so big. There's a lot of like good safety features and stuff like that. Like even this thing for being a tent, like it still has smoke detectors and CO detectors in it Mm -hmm. because to be a certified RV, it Mm -hmm. has to. Um, But you know, that's really. Yeah. That's the big one. That's cool. We've survived many nights with buddy heaters and yeah. Oh, yeah. And like as a firefighter, like they also sketch me out. Like you're not, yeah. you're not alone yeah. on that. So yeah, we had um, a little buddy heater, propane heater, um, in the trailer for Moab, but then we also had an electric space heater hmm. too. But that was plugged into a power strip, which I know that's kind of a no no. Yeah, space yeah. heaters in general usually sketch me out. I have one, but I yeah. try not to use it as often as I can. Yeah, I, I think if I had to choose, I would do propane over electric space heater yeah. from a safety standpoint. Yeah. Um, as long as like like a buddy heater, like they have a, the fall over protections mm-hmm. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, the trailer has taken a little bit. Um, it's gone on the back burner with his Usually buggy does. build. Yeah. Uh, like we have a futon in there and nice. a countertop. Oh, nice. um, we have a refrigerator and a little microwave. Like and a little toy hauler. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it, it's got what we need. But like uh, after going out to Moab and staying in it for, you know, over a week, it was mm-hmm. like, mm, I would like a little more, more comfort yeah. in here. Can you fit both buggies in that trailer? Yeah. That's why oh, we nice. bought it. Okay. It's 36 foot oh, to the yeah. nose. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. So um, yeah, I have to. You know, have a certain offset on the wheel. Yeah. And um, I was looking at the race lines, and then I just uh, came across the Battleborn wheels. They make, they make a good product. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go with the Battleborn just because it's a 20 by 9. Okay. And um, the race lines were a 20 by 10. Yeah. And with a negative 4.5 backspacing, it's essentially an inch wider on yep. the outside. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, little I, we've, things. We've done a few of the Battleborn wheels at the yep. shop. They're yeah, they're, they're good. really nice. Yeah, and they they're, they're a great they're a good company to work with too. Mm-hmm. They're Send good dudes. Check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having a window in the in the camper trailer will be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just uh, found a. Feels uh, like you're in the twilight zone. It's just <laughs> like is is the light out? Yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you wake up in the morning and you're like, is it morning or is it like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning? You don't know what's going on, and then yeah. or you're like, am I late to go wheeling and. <laughs> Yeah, so I found a camper window on Marketplace for 40 bucks. so we're going to put go. that in. It's a little nerve-wracking to cut into the side uh, of your 2019 trailer, yeah. but... Just goop it up real good. You'll be... You'll yeah, be we got the tape and everything, yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll do it right, but... Uh, Just needs to stop raining. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we needed the rain, though. My grass grew, like, literally overnight. Yeah, tell me about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I used it, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... It's the time of the year where you can get away with mowing like once a month unless it rains. Yeah. yeah. So where do you guys where do you guys park everything? Like do, we, do you have an HOA? Do you yeah, have neighbors? Yeah, they love us. Yeah. We <laughs> uh keep the trailer out on the street for till the neighbors start complaining and then we back it into the backyard. Nice. And it, it's got to be backed in. We have an eight foot gate. So there's like six inches on either side. <laughs> nice. And um, Brent backs it in there with me standing on one side, spotting them in. And um, we keep my buggy in the enclosed trailer. And then his is in the garage while he's building it. 
um, we have a two car garage, but one half of the garage has all his RC business. It has the lathes and 3d printers and all that. Um, but this summer at some point we plan to pull everything out of the garage and rework it so that like we can at least have, um, my buggy in there too. Like in case they both need work, like, you know, with the, we had stuff to do to my buggy and then it rained Friday and then it rained today. So, you know, we were up till 10 o'clock last night in the driveway working on my buggy and it's just, you know, that must be the part that HOA really likes. Oh yeah, our driveway is like full of like rust and oil stains. Yes. Everyone now says it's like black and sealed and Perfect. shiny. Nope. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah, I like started to power wash it yesterday, and I was like, mm, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fire the glass. I was because I was cutting those panels out, and then it rained the next day, yeah. and I didn't like spray the driveway off or right, so now it's all blow rusty. it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, mm. yeah, all those all those sparks turn. You always forget patinaed. that sparks are metal. Yeah, yeah. It's got a nice patina on the driveway. Yeah. It's coming in style. It's got it character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so next thing you know, it'll be on HGTV. People will be doing like you know because like, they they stain concrete now, right? Like <laughs> the floor rust here is uh, a metal flake yeah. kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apply before rain. <laughs> Just spray uh, paint the driveway. Faux finish. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's, Couple, couple cans of what Tim likes to call his Adam's Drive Shaft's powder coat. Yeah. Yes, we yes. Uh, good old black spray. Paint. We visited their shop when we were in Vegas, and like Tim swore that Adam's powder coated all their drive shafts like a nice gloss black, and it's literally a dude with a case of like the cheapest black spray paint you can buy on like a homemade paint booth just painting drive shafts by hand with a rattle can. Hey. <laughs> no mask. I mean they they get <laughs> no, he had a mask. they get beat to hell anyways. Yeah. Like what's the point? Well that's what they said. They were like yeah. we just yeah. we want you to be able to just touch it up on the go. Like, yeah. Why are we gonna powder coat it so that you I, have to take it yeah. out and go get it fixed? Yeah. I knew they were I knew they were painted. I just always like I, I envisioned like a full paint booth and a guy with a spray gun doing with like, like 30 50, drive yeah shafts. 50 drive shafts <laughs> on a rack at a time. Nope. And now they build it and Spray paint it, dry it. Like, yeah. I was like, well, now I feel better about touching up drive shafts with spray paint <laughs> when they come in. That's all yeah. we're doing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, the old Adam's drive shaft powder coat. Yeah, I, I just spray bomb the buggy just to no, prevent yeah. rust. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't worry about it otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, I got to figure out what color spray bomb I'm going to make the YJ. Rust. No, no, I'm trying to make it nice ish. What do you guys got coming up for the rest of the year? Um, so we have AOP next weekend and then, um, geez, what do we have planned after that? <laughs> you got a little SRO, SLRC Oh yeah. Comp. I'm doing, oh, nice. I'm running the open class, um, in a comp and, uh, at the good evening ranch in June. Nice. So I guess I don't, uh, you don't have to be street legal anymore to run street legal. They just, they're, they have the street legal class, oh, okay. but they're just not running it at the good evening ranch. Oh, okay. So they're only running the open class comp. Um, the a weekend or two before that, I'm going to the Great American Crawl at Good Evening Ranch, and then I'll be back there a week or two later for the comp. Nice. And um, get a little pre-run in. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably go play on the comp course some, yeah. but um, you know, you never know how they're going to set the yeah. gates, anyways. So, you know, um, it'll be like a C type style course. Um, one winch allowed. Um. Uh, but if you winch and do the same amount of gates as somebody else, obviously the guy who didn't use their winch yeah. will win. Um, yeah, the unless there's the like a events. Yeah. yeah, big dogs. Unless there's like a scenario where I break something or need recovery, I I don't 
anticipate using my winch. You know, I'm going to be in a, you know, full tube buggy with rear yeah. steer. It'd be kind of yeah. embarrassing if I went <laughs> through a gate. So depends on who you ask. I mean, the guy making the course might might say otherwise. Uh, winchings are very frowned upon. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, because there's, I guess, you know, there's people who might winch through a gate just to clear the gate, but then there's other people who might drive it. Right. And then if the person that winched through has the fastest time and cleared more gates, but they uh, winch, you know, it's just kind of, yeah. yeah. It, it just creates a conflict. I could see that. So. No winching, man. I mean, and this is the open class amateur series for SLRC. So, I mean, these courses are designed to be a lot easier. I'm not running the X-Rock Comp. I mean, those courses are crazy. Those guys are all crazy and super talented drivers. So, (laughs) yeah, crazy being the number one attribute. I think you you have to be a little mildly crazy to do any competition off-road racing. Absolutely. Yeah. The X-Rock's. Court, uh, so when do we start? Courses are wild. <laughs> well, that's we we did we just did uh, I guess the episode's out now, but like we just interviewed Kevin Jones, was one of the Ultra Four Jones. Yeah, saw that. And like our my question to him was like, how do you get used to doing a hundred miles an hour through the desert? Because like Tim and I did twenty miles an hour down a dirt road, and it was sketchy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I don't know. I just grew up in California, so I'm used to it. I'm like. That's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> That's not an answer. <laughs> I guess when the rig is built for it and the suspension and everything, I mean, yeah. you know, that makes a, a big yeah. difference versus, you I know, think it's just that mental blowing block of like down a dirt road in a rental. You're so used to off-roading at low speeds. Oh, no, we yeah. we did we did in our trail rigs at the Cove. Like, oh. like, yeah, this like, is like not coming across Middle speed. Road like like where the like the trailer parking is for like the dirt bikes. Yeah. Like I I forget what we were like racing back to back to camp yeah and, and like Ooh. i went to, i went to pass them and like that I don't, puckers your butthole yeah but it was like it was no more than 15 20 miles oh, yeah. an hour and he ripped a shock out of his xj and it's like <laughs> oh god how do you do this at 100 100 plus for hours like it's not even like it's not yeah. like it's a sprint from trail to trail my, it's my friend abby miles. uh she was a co-driver and king of the hammers and on the pre-run they were going like 65, 70 yeah. and rolled the, the car. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. She got, she got pretty banged up. Like yeah. she's okay, but she was like, I'm yeah. not sure I'm ready for this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's gotta be a big mental block. Yeah, or something like that. Happens. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's one thing to, to flop it relatively stationary. Yeah. It's another to roll 60 it f- miles an hour, yeah, 50 yeah, times, that's even if it is scary. soft sand. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So great American crawl, oh, yeah. the comp, uh, then big dogs events. And then, you know, other than that, um, I'm just trying to leave the schedule open this year. Um, yeah. I was going to be a hired guide for the ultimate off-road field trip, but that whole series got canceled. Mm. So that really opened us up. So I'm going to try to hit up some more of the great American crawl events. And, uh, you know, obviously we love going to big dogs. Um, Trail hero. Trail oh, yeah. Hero in Hopefully. October. There's something else in um, September. I can't remember. He's just we've just been on the go, go, go. I didn't yeah. expect our season <laughs> think, to start out like this. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a Great American Crawl at uh, AOAA. Yeah, there's they're in having September. a two one or two there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think maybe at Roush Creek too. I definitely want to hit up Roush Creek again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to go to AOA again. I feel like I've never like left AOA and felt satisfied. Yeah. There's so much driving in between the trails so there, and big. we don't know our way around. Yeah. And they recently updated the trail map on Map Rica, so oh, hopefully nice. that'll be better. Okay. Um, 
but I st- you still don't know which is the beginning of the trail and which is the end. Yeah. So hopefully they've updated that on Maprika or they've put signs up that tell you this is the bottom of the trail. This yeah. is the top. Because um, then if, you know, it takes you 20 minutes to loop back around and get to the top of the trail. So it's such a massive place too. Yeah. It's just, it's so easy to just get turned around and go, what? Yeah, that, been over here yet? that was definitely know. the benefit of Roush is you can link trails so much easier at yeah. Roush. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Roush. Um, it reminded me of the Cove a good bit. But yeah. yeah, I'd like to explore AOA more, like have some more time there. And, um, you know, AOP is going to be cool to check out. Um, haven't been to Winrock. Want to check out Winrock too. I hear it's very similar to AOAA though. And there's a lot of driving. It's mm-hmm. just like a massive place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully, yeah, we might do the Great American Crawl there. Um, maybe the Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion just to do wind rock the, yeah. the week yeah. after yeah so nice we want to do we've been uh like i'll probably end up going to overland expo with the shop in southern virginia in october and we were talking about like basically doing overland expo for a weekend and then going and wheeling in good evening mm-hmm. ranch or go down to tennessee since you're you know a third of the way there already yeah. and make it make a whole trip out of it but that's that's really the only big one on our radar everything else is we're just kind of going with the flow yeah you guys gonna come out to uh any big dogs uh yeah scheduling is just tough at least for the first half because babies yeah he just had a baby my wife's oh, pregnant yeah. so it's like like the uh spring fling falls on a terrible weekend in june for me summer slam is always a tough one because we're usually slammed at the shop Main Jambo is usually yeah, the one. Where main Jambo is like, the one we like. Yeah, put, like we put things aside to go to Main Jambo. Yeah. Um, I I had hopes of going to Icebreakers this year, but the Jeep's still in pieces. <laughs> it's like just not I'm, nearly as bad as you thought, though. Yeah, I don't have to put a new motor in it, so yeah, I got that so going for that's me. That's a good thing. Yeah. 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 Been I mean, there, done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually, when I blow motors up, I just buy another rig. It's just cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. That's, Mm. Yeah. Well, no. Nah, yeah. I mean, the mo- the motor for that would have been like five hundred bucks, so it yeah. would have been cheaper to put a new motor in it. Mm-hmm. But it's uh We found a guy out in West Virginia who has like a Suzuki graveyard, so it's like my little secret. Oh. It's like I'll be okay yeah. because mm-hmm. of the Suzuki graveyard. Yep. <laughs> like yeah. he's got anything I could need, like in multiples. It's yeah. always nice when so, you yeah. find those little like. Yeah, it's a nice little honey hole, and you're just like. Why did you start doing this? Well, he, was, he was selling a sidekick, and I was just going to buy the whole thing. Yeah. And when I told him what I was going to do with it, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to rip it apart and take the engine out. He was like, that's what oh, I do. No. <laughs> like, no, these things are so rare. I have another one you can take the engine well, out of. And then he shows me his backyard, and he had like 15 Suzuki sidekicks. He doesn't by any chance also have a Zuzu's, does he? No. Oh, no. damn. Uh, he has eight valve and sixteen valve sidekicks no. and transmissions yeah. and automatic I transmissions. Gotta, I got to find a V six for a, a Zuzu Via Cross for a customer. Which Good is, luck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, because <laughs> I got to find one that's in better condition than the one that is currently knocking and puking oil in his probably have vehicle. Better luck looking more south. Yeah, yeah, it's everything on eBay is like fifteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which. He's like, that's more than I paid for the whole thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's got an engine knock. So. <laughs> You've rebuilt the engine. Yeah, that's not any cheaper. Like, uh, uh, Way more time consuming. It, it, like, to completely gut 
an engine, machine it, and put it back together through the machine shop is thirty five hundred dollars for oh. for a four liter. And those parts, like you, you can buy those parts on Rock Auto at fifty dollars mm-hmm. a piston. Mm. Like I don't even. I mean, I know it's mostly a GM engine, but I would imagine whatever's broken in there is not going to be easy to find. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not cheap. Machine work's not cheap. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, no. especially when you don't have a very popular model. Well, it's not. They're they're very popular. Well, they're just super rare. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like a two year a two year model. That, yeah, I, I forget what the number was, but it's it's like less than twenty thousand of them. Yeah, that's and there's you're, you're gonna struggle probably with that nowhere one. near that many left. Mm-hmm. So my dog is very active today. Is that your dog or your wife? Probably my dog. <laughs> my wife doesn't just randomly throw things across the house. Well, she was upstairs painting. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, she's probably taking a nap. Also, true. which is why the dog's throwing things across the house. Also true. So. <laughs> It's another unhinged podcast here at the Dirt Drive. <laughs> Dogs yeah, I had to go to my buddy's machine shop, and her header on the buggy was, like, leaking, you know, really bad. And I was going to put, like, two gaskets on yeah. there, and that, you know, but I take it off. Some machine I'm is looking just at it on the, on the floor in, yeah. in the driveway, and it was, like, rocking oh. back and forth Ooh. like a seesaw. Yeah. So, um, a little warped. Yeah, I was planning on just, like, clamping it, in a, clamping it into a mill. Yeah. And and doing it, but we just couldn't figure out a way to jig it up and clamp it down. He didn't yeah. have a lot of uh, setup material or stuff. But uh, so the answer was to just heat the whole thing up, glowing red, yep, and then clamp it down to like this three quarter inch steel table that yep. he had, and uh, we let it sit for about forty minutes and cool down, and it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, went yeah. It sounds a lot to, better uh, now. He had like a <laughs> giant giant belt sander, and I just kept surface sanding it until yeah. I couldn't see any carbon yeah. in between the... Machined. Yeah, yeah machined. Hey. Machined, hand machined. Yeah. That's custom. It's way better. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's custom. That's what, that's what we call that. Yeah, it sounds a lot better now, though, for sure. I yeah. couldn't tell if valves were tapping or what was going oh, on. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, we were out there doing that Moab Rim Trail, and you're just like off camber on Is this constant climb. Yeah. And... Um, check the oil we're like a quart low somebody had a quart of oil I dumped that in there so i was like okay well i feel better about that but i could still hear it just yeah. tapping away and it's driving me nuts <laughs> so that's yeah. something that got fixed when we got back home and what else the winch switches we got those yeah. fixed nothing major yeah yeah put the new knuckle in which probably wasn't really necessary we thought one of the uh Holes was stripped, but once we took it apart, it was just sh- another sheared knuckle stud. Mm-hmm. But it was previously bent, and we should have replaced it then. But we were out in Moab and just trying to get back out in the trail. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, run it. But now I have extra knuckles, so that's not a bad thing. There you go. Cool. Never hurts to have spare parts. But no, I'm like beginning to hoard them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like other people have messaged me and been like, "You still need knuckles?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, always. <laughs> always. If you don't. <laughs> like, you need studs? I'm like, yes. Yeah, but but that's also the cycle of what we do, right? Because, like, now you'll become the person that has the Suzuki graveyard, the stockpile of knuckles, and yeah. somebody else will go, mm-hmm. anybody have knuckles for this? And you're like, oh, yeah, I got seven sets. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, like, going to be greedy with them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you don't charge for them. <laughs> I think Tim sold a drive shaft to an X-J at a big dogs event for like $500 to some guy. Oh, God. It's like, here's a $50 drive shaft. Just tack a zero on the end. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got to build <laughs> drive shafts demand. right yeah. now. And I'm like looking at drive shaft parts. I'm like, yeah. okay, $500 for a kit yeah. just to do the rear. Yeah. I'm like, man, can I just find some 
How long? How long does it is it gonna have to be? I'm gonna have to cut it all up and make it custom, anyways. But if I can just get the slip section yeah. and the in the in the yoke. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever used Adams before, but like, oh yeah, yeah. that's what we have yeah. in the Rubicon. Okay, yeah, like they they build the custom drive shafts, and they're very affordable for custom drive shafts for sure. Um, yeah. I'm, I was looking at the uh, wide open designs fourteen ten kit yeah. for the back, and then the front's got to be like this crazy two piece drive shaft. Yeah. So it's literally going to be like a a sl- just a slip section between the Atlas and the carrier bearing. Yep. So no real shaft welded yeah in. i mean in theory that shouldn't move so you should be fine in theory, in theory until it breaks but it's <laughs> hey if it breaks and you fix it and you learned right yeah hers <laughs> yeah. doesn't have a slip section and it's been fine but i mean you're, what's your will your wheelbase isn't that long i'm at like 106 107 yeah. now oh, we okay. just like had to yeah. when we flipped my housing um we had to adjust the link so i was at like 108 hmm so yeah. I'm still bigger than a TJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think people forget how short TJs are. Yeah. Like they're so incredibly short. short. Yeah. yeah. When we were up at Sand Mines, um, I watched TJ go up the steep slab. I was like, I'm going to watch him go first because yeah. I know I've got like two inches on it. Yeah. <laughs> I wheel a two door JK right now. So yeah, my wheels come off, my front yeah. tires come off the ground all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, even the two door JKs. Everyone's like, oh, it's bigger. It's like an LJ, and it's actually still shorter than the LJ yeah, by way like eight shorter. inches. Yeah. 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 We were going up the, Squealer. They're just wider. And uh, Jesse Mastin, it was his first time going up Squealer. And, you know, it was just like, it's like, dude, that was freaking crazy. Your front tires <laughs> came off the ground like two times. Yeah. And, you know, Carter, my son's in the passenger seat, you know, playing G- some game. Giggling. Didn't even know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hold on. Yeah. And um, I normally, when we get up to the center, you know, the big obstacle in that trail, I kind of veer to the right and beep bop around it. But it just kept taking me right into, you know, the 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 belly of the beast, yeah. if you will. Yeah, you kind of have to stay on it going up Squealer. So, like, you're kind of at the mercy of the trail. Um, it's throw you yeah, in. because, yeah. like, you don't really have a lot of time to think about your line because mm-hmm. you just have Gotta to keep the momentum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I took this guy up it. He rode my buggy with me. He's been off-roading for like 25, 30 years. Never rode in a buggy before. And like he, he was just in the passenger seat, arms crossed, <laughs> just smiling. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's, I feel like it's, it's very different. I mean, I've only gone from a full-bodied Grand Cherokee to a YJ. And just the openness makes it so much easier to yeah. drive and visibility is yeah. Oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, that's that thing will be close to buggy ish when it's done yeah, with the, true. the long arms and everything, but it's uh, not going to be much YJ left. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah. We're probably getting close. Yeah. To the, but yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for coming out today. Guys. Yeah. Really thanks for having us. It. We enjoy it. Um, anything you guys want to plug before yeah. we get on out of here? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I started She Crawls Off-Road Apparel. Uh, it's designed to inspire women to wheel. Uh, check it out. We're about to partner with a really amazing foundation. Um, you know, all I- items are uh, printed in batch right now. The next batch uh, will ship out May 20th. Um, but yeah, get on there. Check it out. Um, uh, I also run Clutch Social Media Management. I 
that's uh, focused on motorsports teams, off-road shops, anything related. I do website design and uh, social media management. So check check that out too if you're in need. Um, also check us out if you're into the RC crawler world. Uh, we machine uh, custom links, 3D printed parts, shocks, um, uh, in the works RC. You can find us www.intheworksrc.com and on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Thanks. I have not started my YouTube yet. Yeah, I'm even very, our son is telling us uh, to yeah, start a YouTube. I'm, everyone's telling me to. I'm so intimidated so, by it, and I need to just like just like yeah. you said, Tim. Like all the stuff I'm posting on Instagram, just start posting that to YouTube yeah. too. And uh, my my friends Marlon and Luna with Offroad and Chill told me the same thing, and they're like, it it will come. Like just start, just start yeah. somewhere. So, but yeah, I'm on YouTube at uh, She Crawls. Instagram, she crawls, TikTok, she crawls, Facebook, she crawls. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, go ahead and subscribe there and may or may not have some content yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. it's, it'll be a mystery for those yeah. to discover. Yeah. I'm just here to wheel. Get, yeah. get, get in on the ground level. Yeah. yeah be absolutely. an OG follower. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks cool. again for coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks. thanks a lot, you guys guys. know where to find us on all the socials at the Dirt Drive, Dirt Nerds Off Road. Yep. And we will see you next time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Are you enjoying this podcast? Do you want more ridiculousness from the Dirt Nerds? Check out DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. It'll link to all of our social media as well as our YouTube page. And you can pick up some sweet merch to help support the podcast and other adventures.